This is Run It Back with R.J. Broadhead. Welcome to Run It Back. I'm R.J. Broadhead. I am excited about this show. Shortly after each game, I'll speak to the Tiger Cats who were impactful in that game. So it's great to have you joining us for the first episode of Run It Back. Saturday was the first preseason game for the Tiger Cats, and it was a successful one. They beat the Argos 27-22. The Ticats jumped out to a 17-0 first-half lead, and it's a good thing they did because the Argos made it close, outscoring the Ticats 22-10 in the second half. But that first-half deficit was too much for the Argos to overcome. The Tiger Cats' special teams was a factor in the victory. The punt cover team limited the Argos to just 27 punt return yards. That's an average of under 7 yards per return. Here's special teams coach Jeff Reinbold. Our coverage was, was, I would say, good for the first game. Little concerned about, you know, we took a couple no-yards calls, you, you know, with rookies, you know, in the heat of the battle, and all of a sudden they're inside 5 yards, and that's a 15-yard penalty. Um, we should have really dominated net punting in the game. We won the net punting battle, but should have dominated it. And a couple of penalties hurt us that, you know, um, punt one ball out of bounds and then the no yards call. So we, those are, again, areas that we need to clean up going forward. Both global punters each played a half. Both born in Melbourne, Australia. Good friends. They trained together. Incumbent Blake Hayes took the second half. And Bailey Flint started the game. Flint was the second overall global pick in 2022, and he only had two opportunities on Saturday. He boomed one for 51 yards, but it was the placement of his other punt that was impressive. The ball was on the Argos' 39-yard line, so if it wasn't preseason, the Ticats would have likely tried a field goal. Instead, they used the preseason to test Flint to see how precise he can punt the ball, and he passed the test with a 38-yard punt that went out of bounds on the Toronto one-yard line. That impressed Reinbold. Hey, Orlando you know, gives us the opportunity every day before we start our no-huddle period to work on those punting-in situations because anytime, you know, with a defense like we have, anytime you can make somebody play on a long field, we're going to have a lot of success. So it's critical that we're able to execute those situations and, it, you know, and then to take it from the practice field to the game field is even better. That's what you really are looking for. And I thought, you know, both those guys handled that aspect of it, uh, you know, pretty well. And, and again, it's something hopefully we can continue to get better at. We've got two Australian kids in here punting and, and they're doing a great job. They, the Aussies bring such a unique skill set to the game, to the punting game. You know, they can punt you know, like a normal punter would and turn the ball over and spiral it or they can hit it off the side of their foot and hit it across their body. And, you know, we're just now starting to take advantage of some of those things. And certainly that's going to help us because, you know, it's hard to cover this whole big field with one guy if a guy can spray the ball like those guys can. The big play on special teams was Leandre Gallimore's 84-yard punt return for a touchdown. Here's what Reinbold had to say about that. First of all, he's, he's fearless, and that, and you have to be because, you know, you, there are no fair catches up here. You don't have the opportunity to, you know, do that. So you're going, you know you're going to take shots, but he has that ability to get underneath guys' pads. He never seems to take a flush shot. He's got great quick feet, 
and he can accelerate really fast. And, and I think you saw that on the touchdown return. He kind of not hesitated, but he, you know, he just kind of let everything set up. And then once he hit it, he was, he was gone. And, you know, that's the same kind of attributes that, you know, all the great ones seem to have. I was happy with the effort. I was happy with, um, you know, the fact we made a big play, which was, you know, crucial in winning the game. You know, so now it helps, you know, it helps. We always talk about confirming with validity the things you teach. Well, there's nothing more valid than, you know, when you can put one in the end zone. And, and, you know, our coverage was, for the most part, pretty good. We got a lot of areas we have to clean up. But um, I think the personnel guys have done an amazing job, again, of bringing us talented players. You know, I I counted the other day. That's the eighth different returner who scored a touchdown at this place since I came here in 2013, and that's phenomenal. Here's Leandre Gallimore on the punt return touchdown. The other guys, the other 11 men on the field, they get all the credit. It was just me, for me, just catching and running the ball. I really ain't do much. Those guys did everything. Throughout the game, you know, I just think about what the other guys before me told me, like, was, like, catch everything. Uh, Coach Coach O say, man, see it before you see it, and just, just really emphasizing to catch everything catch everything and you know I haven't I haven't returned a punt return since like I was nine years old it's been a while so you know just focusing you know taking the responsibility taking on that role and just executing my job. Gallimore got some advice from regular returner Lawrence Woods. No I was ecstatic you know because he finally listened to me you know because I was trying to tell him the whole time he trying to do he trying to dance you know I'm just telling him one cut and go. One cut and go, then you can dance, you know, and then, and he did it, and I was just like, what'd I tell you? I, and he was like, yeah, you're right. And, you know, it's just like a, it's like a full circle thing, and I just felt like, hey, that was my little brother. He doing this thing. I'm happy for him. The majority of the Tiger Cats expected starters on defense began the game. That group was a major reason why the Argonauts had trouble moving the ball and were shut out in the opening half. The Ticats had two interceptions. Starting safety Stavros Katzentonis had one, as did Lawrence Woods, who started at field corner. Woods also had a knockdown, making a statement if opposing teams were thinking of targeting him. Yeah, definitely got to send him a message, you know, so let him know what's, what's going to be coming for the upcoming season and how, how we're going to get down on defense. That definitely uh, helped my confidence out a lot. You know, just having uh, more, getting more, getting more reps and getting more experience as of the uh, number one guy um, on the field corner spot. So it definitely boosted up your know, my morale, confidence, and it just helped like the team itself. You know, uh, uh, with our camaraderie and trusting each other and stuff like that. Bo Levi Mitchell led the Tie Cats offense at the start of the game. He played only two drives, but looked ready for the season to start. He completed three passes, including a 32-yard touchdown to his longtime teammate, Richie Sindani. Rookie quarterback Taylor Powell got a long look. He had only been with the Ticats for just over a week after getting cut by the Carolina Panthers. Powell came into the game on the Ticats' third drive and handled things the rest of the way. Powell completed 20 of 26 passes for 298 yards. He threw a touchdown, a couple of interceptions, and lost a fumble, but none of those turnovers turned into any opposition points. I felt like I, you know, went to the right spot with the ball a good amount of times. Um, still learning about the game and a uh, couple of throws I'd like to have back, but, uh, you know, just kind of learning from Matt and Bo, just they said, hey, go out there and try to be aggressive and see what you can do and can't do in the preseason. And that way in the season, you know, like what throws you can kind of get away with. So it was uh, 
was a good learning experience. I felt really comfortable out there and was having a lot of fun. I was talking about it in the broadcast with, with Bo and, and Matt, two veteran guys who probably don't need a lot of the preseason. Maybe it was a perfect storm for you to come yeah, in and yeah. play pretty much the whole game. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, uh, like I got here what, like nine or ten days ago, and it's just kind of cool to go learn. The only way to learn is to play. So uh, I had a lot of fun, and it was a great experience. Coach Tommy's the best, if not best I've ever had quarterback wise just teaching and speaking uh how a quarterback he, he always coaches us kind of how we see it you know we see the game I think that's important he's made it super easy on me and also having Bo and Matt's made it really easy too how much did you know about Hamilton Tiger Cats two weeks ago <laughs> uh, not a lot not a lot not a lot what about the CFL and the rules yeah I've I, uh, I've wanted to, I've wanted to play here. I, I, I love it up here. I love the game. I feel like it suits me really well. Um, it's a lot of fun, and I just feel like you can go out there and sling it and play free, and you get to great fan base, which I'm learning about, that they're really passionate and love ball up here. Powell did throw his first touchdown pass. It was to Bailey Feltmate. Four days before the game, the third-year veteran was approached by the coaching staff to switch from linebacker to fullback a compliment to Feltmate's football IQ that he was able to make the change on short notice and score a touchdown too. To be honest, kind of blacked out. <laughs> First time ever catching a ball on offense, but um, yeah, that's all. I, <laughs> I literally just, I lost uh, all feeling when numb, adrenaline was high and tried to get it in the end zone for the guys. So have you ever had a touchdown at any level? Must have as a, as a kid. In college, I had a touchdown as a defensive player though. I had two. But that that different feeling, different different mentality on defense than offense for sure. I, I couldn't have done it if I didn't have Felix or any of the guys helping me out with all the playbook. But um, just a different language in terms of like plays, like learning them was learning the plays was was difficult and still still learning, still trying to grasp it all. But um, knowing defense kind of helped me out a bit too, so I could flip that and use it as an advantage on offense. Like, is this going to be for the season, or are you going to go back and forth, or whatever's needed? Whatever's needed. Not sure right at the moment. Well, I guess we'll see down the road, and if I need to be there, I'll be there, and if not, I'll hopefully linebackers welcome me with open arms. It was a positive start for the Cats, but now it gets real. Just one more preseason game to make the roster. The Tiger Cats' next and final preseason game is Friday, June 2nd. Luke Tasker and I will be in Montreal, and we will have the call for you on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. You can also watch the stream of the game on CFL.ca. Run It Back will return next week after that game. By then, the cuts will be made, and the team will be set. This has been Run It Back with RJ Broadhead. If you like what you're hearing, give us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your audio content.